Welcome to the Rock and Roll Flashback Podcast with your host, Bill Price. In this edition of Rock and Roll Flashback, I'll be spotlighting songwriter, composer, and singer Jimmy Webb. Jimmy's career in the music industry is impressive, having accumulated a string of pop classics and recorded by several well-known artists. In part two, I'll focus on the story behind the song, MacArthur Park. Although Jimmy Webb is well known for having written many hit songs, MacArthur Park is most likely his most famous composition. Like other Webb songs, the romantic breakup with Susan Horton was the inspiration for MacArthur Park. While attending Colton High School in Southern California, Webb met fellow student Susan Horton and began a romantic relationship. After graduating from high school, Jimmy enrolled in San Bernardino Valley College to study music. In the fall of 1967, I enrolled in San Bernardino Valley College. However, by that time, Jimmy had left the college to pursue a music career. By mid-1965, Jimmy and Susan had moved to Los Angeles. Webb first worked for Jobit Music, which handled publishing for Motown Records. In 1966, he met Johnny Rivers, a singer and record producer, who signed him to a publishing contract. It was during this time when Rivers asked Jimmy to write songs for his new group, The Fifth Dimension. The group recorded Webb's first composition, Up, Up, and Away, which became a top ten hit. Jimmy and Susan met frequently at MacArthur Park, located in the Westlake area of Los Angeles. However, the relationship ended when Susan decided to move to Lake Tahoe to work in the casino showrooms. She later married, but it did not last. In spite of the breakup, they both remained friends in the following years. Susan's first marriage was the inspiration for Webb writing The Worst That Could Happen. In December 1968, it became a hit for Johnny Maestro and the Brooklyn Bridge, rising to number three by February 1969. Susan later married Linda Ronstadt's cousin, Bobby, in 1993. In 1967, producer Dayton Bones Howe asked Webb to compose a song that included classical elements, changes in time signatures, and musical movements. Jimmy went to work, meeting the challenge. Howe had intended for the association, who had recent hits with Along Comes Mary and Cherish, to record the song. However, when Jimmy auditioned the composition for the association, the group was not impressed and rejected it. One major problem was that it was so long it would take one side of a record album. In response to the length problem, Jimmy shortened the composition to utilize only the last portion, which ran about seven to eight minutes. This ultimately became the basis for MacArthur Park. However, it wound up at the bottom of Webb's song collection. Due to a chance event, the song was destined to become a unique hit recording. By the close of 1967, 
Jimmy had managed to become a rising talent due to his best-selling compositions. This enabled him to attend numerous social gatherings. It was at one of the gatherings that he met Irish actor Richard Harris. Richard decided that he wanted to sing old pub songs, so along with Jimmy, they found a piano and became drinking and singing buddies. At the end of the evening, Richard said, Let's make a record, Jimmy Webb. Always calling him Jimmy Webb, never Jimmy. Webb never thought anything would ever materialize from Harris's comment. However, not long after, Webb received a telegram from Harris stating, Jimmy Webb, come to London and make a record. So Webb traveled to London with a collection of songs. Jimmy auditioned several of his compositions, but none made an impression with Richard. The last song that remained was MacArthur Park. Upon playing it for Harris, he uttered, Oh, Jimmy Webb, I love that. I'll make a hit out of that. I will. In late December 1967, Webb, along with famous musicians known as the Wrecking Crew, recorded the orchestral tracks in Los Angeles, and then Harris recorded the vocal tract in Dublin, Ireland. Since the song ran for 7 minutes and 21 seconds, it proved to be difficult to convince record labels to release a long single. Eventually, Lou Alder at Dunhill Records agreed to do the single, along with the album. The MacArthur Park single was released ahead of the album in April 1968. On May 11th, MacArthur Park charted at number 79 on the Billboard Hot 100. Later on June 22nd, it peaked at number 2, behind Herb Alpert's number 1 hit, This Guy's In Love With You, and ahead of Simon and Garfunkel's Mrs. Robinson. On the B-side was Didn't We, which achieved modest success. MacArthur Park sold over 1 million copies and was awarded a gold disc. It also topped the music charts in Europe and Australia. MacArthur Park would later win a Grammy Award for Best Arrangement, accompanying a vocalist. In 1968, Webb and his father attended a Frank Sinatra performance at one of the Las Vegas casinos. At one point during the show, Sinatra had Jimmy stand up in the audience and take a bow, then perform Webb's song, Didn't We? Frank would also include the song on his 1969 album, My Way. In 1969, Waylon Jennings did a country version of MacArthur Park on his album, Country Folk. This version charted at number 23 on the Hot Country Songs chart and number 93 on the Pop chart. It also earned a Grammy Award for Best Country Performance by a Duo or Group. In addition to the Webb and Harris collaboration on MacArthur Park, they also produced an entire Richard Harris album titled A Tramp Shining, with 11 songs composed by Webb. In the latter part of 1978, about 10 years after Harris's version of MacArthur Park, Donna Summer recorded and released a disco version of the song. Summer's version climbed to number one on the Billboard Hot 100 in November and remained at number one for three weeks, making the song a million-seller 
for a second time. In addition to Donna Summer and Waylon Jennings, several artists have recorded over 150 cover versions. Some artists include Tony Bennett, Liza Minnelli, Dionne Warwick, Andy Williams, Sammy Davis Jr., Frank and Nancy Sinatra, Glenn Campbell, Diana Ross and the Supremes, and Carrie Underwood. In July 2004, on The Late Show with David Letterman, the entire broadcast called MacArthur Park Night featured the song. A complete performance of the song included Webb playing the harpsichord along with Paul Schaefer on piano, Will Lee on vocal, and a 23-piece orchestra. There was even a big cake with sweet green icing in reference to a couple of the lines in the song. All the sweet green icing flowing down and someone left the cake out in the rain. In 1986, Webb was inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame and in 1990 into the Nashville Songwriters Hall of Fame. In 1993, he received the National Academy of Songwriters Lifetime Achievement Award. In 2018, London newspaper The Telegraph placed Harris's version of MacArthur Park at number 85 in the newspaper's ranking of the 100 greatest songs of all time. Beatles producer Sir George Martin stated that MacArthur Park paved the path for Hey Jude, which reached number one in July 1968 and ran for seven minutes and 11 seconds. At seven minutes and 21 seconds, MacArthur Park was the longest single to achieve top 10 hit status at that time. Check out Jimmy Webb Part 1, which covers Jimmy's rise to fame and the story behind Up, Up, and Away. This has been a look back at Jimmy Webb and the story behind the hit song MacArthur Park. This has been another episode of the Rock and Roll Flashback Podcast with your host, Bill Price. And until next time, rock on, rock on, rock on, rock on.